0: When one of our parishioners heard of Richard Plato's death, he remarked on Richard's and Melissa's faithfulness over the years and wrote that their faithfulness, and I'm quoting, comes from hearts that look up into the face of God and are content to take the hand of God and be led by his grace. I cannot think of a better compliment. The Christian faith, and and particularly the Catholic faith as practiced both in the Roman Church and here, has been the rock on which Richard and Melissa have based their lives and their marriage. Richard was also faithful as a family member and friend and as a patriotic American during his military service and beyond. We celebrate his faithfulness in all these ways today. But the faithfulness we celebrate most today is the faithfulness that makes all this meaningful. God's own faithfulness in and through our Lord Jesus Christ. St. Paul had the right perspective when he wrote, "'Whatever gains I had, "'these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ.'" More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through the faith of Christ, the righteousness from God. Based on faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Here and elsewhere, Paul writes of being justified by the faith of Christ. Sometimes it's translated by faith in Christ but I like an equally valid translation by the faith of Christ because my faith, our faith, is not always rock solid, but Christ is. Our salvation depends not in the first insta- instance on our own faith, but on the faith of the one who has never turned and will never turn away from us, even though we have all from time to time turned away from him we piggyback, so to speak, on his absolute faithfulness. And on this we base our assurance of forgiveness and of eternal life in his presence. Rock-solid foundation. The life we have, both here and hereafter, is a gift that comes from God. Christ, like God the Father we read in today's gospel, has life In himself. We are the branches. But he is the vine. The one who supplies us. With what is necessary for life. He is life itself. Giving us. Our life is derivative. But no less real. Because of that gift. Connected with the vine that is Christ. Richard and all of us. Have life that never ends. It's. a a vine that is continuously and eternally fruitful that we're connected to. Christ expressed this good news of the gospel in the first verse of today's reading. Very truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment, but has passed from death to life. So in a sense, you see, we... We've already gone from death to life, even in this life. It is not we who live, Paul tells us, but Christ who lives in us. We celebrate this mutual indwelling, God in us and we in God, in the sacred meal we are about to share, the Holy Eucharist. In eating Jesus' sacramental body and drinking his blood, we are taking him into ourselves and expressing our faith in him as the source of true and eternal life and peace. We are partaking of what the second century saint Ignatius of Antioch called the bread of immortality, the bread that gives endless life. The communion hymn we will sing draws a, draws from our Lord's words in the sixth chapter of John's Gospel. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life and I will raise them up on the last day. Blessed assurance. God, God excuse me. God's power working in Richard and in us can, in St. Paul's words, do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. So while we mourn today, And while we will miss having Richard here with us as he was, we also have cause for joy and peace in our ongoing communion with him, with our Lord, and with all the saints. Christ living in us has the power to free us from our bonds. That that references the Isaiah reading today. This is how we will go on into the future. won't be easy, but we will be hand in hand with God, with faith in our Lord, who gives us his own life, his very flesh and blood, enabling us to share in his eternal glory now and even more hereafter with Richard and with all the saints. Thanks be to God.